Hello everyone, Frank and Darren, and this time we're discussing the public health movie about getting an STD called The Burning. No, I'm just kidding. All kidding aside, Darren, I've saw I've only seen the burning once, and that was uh, before this podcast uh, for the show we were recording. And I can't I believe say, that. Yeah, I, I have to say it's actually. I consider. I know why it's a classic now. Yeah. But I have to say, Cropsey looks better burnt than he does alive, and in, in, in perfect <laughs> condition. Yeah, he's an unfortunate-looking dude, isn't he, old Lou yeah. David? That yeah, nose. It, I think that nose is his own. It's it's kind his, of, it's an own pig nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tom Savini said, "Well, I don't have really much to work with, but I'll I'll deal with it." <laughs> um, but yeah, I can see why now it's a classic and why people like it. Um, mm. We'll get to some of the some of the scenes, and plus, there's a lot of people here that you can like and a lot of people you can really hate. There's yeah, one in yeah. particular. Yeah. Um, but let's get down to it. Um, of course, the burning is about a guy who you don't really know what he does to the. Other kids well, the, they mention in the, in the campfire that he was just a bit... He kind of ruled with an iron rod a little bit, I think, and he kind of... He was into scaring the kids and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how much of it was intentional. Like beating them too, right? Something yeah, like that. I just... Uh, I think he was just a kind of real... A bit of a tyrant at um, Camp Blackfoot. Um, and so they just kind of got sick of him and tried to play a prank on him. Um, and that prank went wrong, and the poor guy got... You know, I don't know if it'd be like ninety percent burns or something. Um, it's a good stunt. Well um, done, Burger King Whopper. <laughs> yeah, that's. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you always sleep next to flammable liquids all the time, though, right? <laughs> He's sleeping in a, in a room full of tins of gasoline all over the place. It's uh, what a shit hole he lives in. It really is. That's <laughs> <laughs> a shit. Man, all right, so let's get down to it. Your best character in The Burning. Uh, let me say that I think that this is one of the best acted of all the slasher films of the of the 80s. I think the Ensembles are great. It, it's, it's really good, and you can see why, because there's a lot of talent in there. You know, you've got the likes of Jason Alexander, Holly Hunter, Fisher Stevens, and even the kind of peripheral characters around them are really quite talented as well it's not one performance really what i looked at and kind of what that's you know like in friday the 13th you can always pinpoint somebody who's putting in a really naff performance oh of course in this, yeah. yeah in this you really couldn't um and it, it's kind of i thought it was really well made it, it's directed by a british director called tony malam who did a lot of um kind of tv and pop videos and things mm -hmm. like that um and it's also the weinstein's first movie I saw that, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the less said about them, the better. Um, but I think, you know, my favourite character in this, and he's kind of, he's not the main character. He's kind of one of the sort of main supports, I guess. And it's Jason Alexander's character, Dave. Okay. Um, and you can really tell at this early stage that this guy has talent. He's very, he has a likeable presence on screen and a kind of real natural charm. And, you know, it's, it was no surprise that he went on to do bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. um, what I also like about this film as well is that you, 
not everybody dies. It's not a case of he wipes out the whole campsite. He doesn't. You know, there's still plenty of people left. All trying he's an to opportunist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a real kind of sense of um, of being watched throughout. The DP uses some really interesting camera angles. You know, there's some really low shots and lots of elevated shots to give you the feeling that the characters are constantly being stalked in it. But yeah, I think, you know, Jason Alexander's certainly my favourite character in this film. And also Brian Backer, who plays a similar sort of role as what he did in Fast Times. Sort of another pervert, I guess. Outcast. I guess an outcast. <laughs> yeah, Alfred. Um, and, also, and, and the fact that he's a final guy as well, which we didn't really have much of around that time. So, yeah, there's lots to like about this with the characters, I think. I think it's funny because well, there's only one character who is my uh, best character, and that's Todd. I mm. think is the only one that came back from the original beginning yes. of the ones who caused this. Yeah, everyone yeah. else is okay, which is yeah. weird. Which is yeah. weird um, yeah. for yeah. a slasher movie. Usually, it's some kind of um, you know, too bad you're there uh, victim or you know, a revenge victim. Mm. Um, but it's but, not even the same campsite, is it? No, so we go from no. Camp Blackfoot to Camp Stonewater um, because it was supposedly the whole place burnt to the ground. Now, we only see his room get burnt to the ground, but whether something else happened after that. Or, Where was this camp? <laughs> I've no idea. Near you, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. Who knows? It's, if you, I, I'm pretty sure it's Jersey where it was filmed. Oh, Christ. I don't know. Please Would Joe, it look like a shithole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that it is. Probably. That it is. <laughs> The burning tire fire, you know. Um, <laughs> who is your worst character? Because for me, it's only one in here. Um, well, there's, there is two. There's Glazer. Oh, Christ. Yep. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is that yours? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. mine as well. Let's continue. E- yeah. Every slasher has this kind of oversexed, arrogant, self-obsessed jock. And in the burning, it happens to be Glazer, played by Larry Joshua. Um He's just arrogant and annoying in every scene that he's he's in, and not in a you know it's not a bad performance or anything. It's just that character is is the one that 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 you kind of hate on throughout this film mm-hmm. more so than Cropsy. Yeah, um, but I think second to him as well is Eddie. You know that scene where he goes out into the river with that girl. Um, trying to sort of blackmail her into getting naked with him and takes her out to the river and then he's damn awful to her once they get out there because she won't do what he wants. Put out? Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so I guess those two are my kind of least favorite characters in this. Do you think uh, they were were the inspiration for uh, Bob and Harvey? (laughs) Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my, for me it's it's, it's Glacier as well. It's just that you know I, when I saw Harvey Weinstein up there, I'm like, yeah, this guy is kind of like mimicking him. That's where you know it's sort of the inspiration the actor got. Who do you want me to be like? Be like him. Be like Harvey. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> and the reason why is because some of the lines coming up. Um, what is your best line? I think for me the best line in the film is the closing moments of the film when we know that Cropsey's gone. And I kind of like the fact that it's finite in this. Mm-hmm. And they, the filmmakers kind of knew that what they'd done was you couldn't really do a sequel for it because 
of the mess that's left over at the end. Um, but you do get that kind of tiny little slither of, are they going to do something? As the camp, the camp counsellor's talking to the screen at the end, and he says, they never found his body, but they say his spirit lives in the forest. This forest, a maniac, a thing no longer human. They say he lives on whatever he can catch, eats them raw, alive, maybe. And every year he picks on a summer camp and seeks revenge for the terrible things those kids do to him. Every year he kills. Right now he's out there, watching, waiting. So don't look, he'll see you. Don't breathe, he'll hear you. Don't move, you're dead. And I kind of thought that that was a really nice way to sort of end the movie. Um, kind of giving you a little bit of hope that there may be something in the pipeline, but unfortunately the movie wasn't a success and, you know, they never kind of picked it up and, and, and did anything else with it. Um, but obviously over the years it's kind of, it's gained a huge following. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that I think is down to um, the, the quality of the film. I think it is a really well-made movie and... Savini's work in it, you know, he turned down Friday the 13th Part 2 to be in this film. And so I think his work as well really shines in this. It's, it's some of his best work in there. He went across the lake to a different movie set. Mm, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, your best lines are way better than mine. Uh, <laughs> my best line is, what do you expect me to do, cut his balls off? <laughs> yeah, we're just two opposite sides of the spectrum here. Uh, yeah, because... Todd was the type of guy who knew how he actually grew up between yeah. what happened to Cropsey because it was what five years, five mm-hmm. years later, and then to him becoming his own, you know, camp counselor. He actually became an adult, and then he became kind of like a big brother. Yeah, he's like, you know, yeah. I'll talk to Alfred. I'll talk to Alfred. You know, just leave the kid alone. Um, yeah. So, so for me, it, it, I mean, that's what I would have said to somebody. You know, I'll you know I talked I'll talk to Alfred. But what do you want me to do with him? What do you mean? What do you want me to do? Cut his balls off? You know, just the, just pure like frustration. What do you want me to do with the kid? It was harmless. He didn't want to do anything wrong. But you wanted to like extra item out of this camp. You yeah. Know, is this after? This is after he gets caught spying on that yeah, girl in the Sally. shower, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sally. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So for me, you know, as I said, Todd was my best character. But that's also you know one of my best lines because it's the frustration line. What do you want me to yeah. do to him? Kill him? Cut his balls off? What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get it. It's, um, yeah, yeah. It's what people would say, I guess. Yeah. Like, do you want me to go above and beyond the extreme just to please you? Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your worst line. And you mentioned it earlier, the sensitive orderly at the start of the film when he's got that new kind of junior doctor with him. <laughs> he says, Man, this guy's burned so bad, he's cooked. A fucking Big Mac overdone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you called it a Whopper earlier, didn't Whatever. you? Whatever. <laughs> You've still got those fucking sweets on your mind. Yeah, That's what it there is. we go. It's a Whopper. <laughs> I do love that sequence, though, when he takes him to show him, because you get that moment where the arm sticks out at the side yeah. and grabs the, the, um, the orderly. <laughs> That burn work on that arm is fantastic. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also remember that that shot there was used in a lot of promotional material for this film. And I, the orderly would say, you know, I, I go to sleep, but I still think about him. 
Yeah. I still yeah. see him. That's how bad he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's weird because it's, uh, it reminded me when I first saw that there's this, uh, there's this orderly that's taking people around to show the worst burn victim he's ever seen in his life. It also reminded me of just that part of the beginning of uh, Kill Bill, where the orderly is taking men to go see Uma Thurman's character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, just that, you know, come on, let's see this. You want to see something? Don't, come on, yeah, Doc. Never trust an orderly. Yeah. yeah. The only orderly you can you can trust is the Asian guy in American Wolf in London. Good morning and a good day to you. We have quite a meal here for you. Bacon and eggs, porridge, orange juice, and toasted jam. Good stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> now you eat that and you get out. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah calm down, Frank. <laughs> um my worst line is coming from Glacier, and it's probably a line I've used on, on multiple people. And that's uh, that a girl, Sally. You could trust me. You hear? It's going to be good, real good. <laughs> it's like, You've got really? that in your this... book, have you? Yeah, yeah. It's one of my top lines. And then usually I get. <laughs> I usually get set on fire. Yeah, I get set on fire. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's my worst line. You know, it's like really cheesy. And this poor girl, Sally, who's uh, who's just really, she's supposed to be a strong character. Um, and she has the hots for this guy. I don't know why. Mm. I mean, he just is like, you know, it's going to be good. Real good. <laughs> don't worry. That a girl, Sally. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Really come up. It's probably what Harvey used on some of his. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll get, get away from that. Anyway, yeah. your best kill. My best kill is Glazier. I just want him to fucking die. It actually his is actually prolonged, like really. Is that long. when he gets he gets yeah. lifted up and lifted up and, and right into his. Yeah, that's great. I like that. That was yeah. my best kill, Glazier. Yeah, yeah. Um, my best kill would be Eddie, um, and it's part of the raft sequence. Yep, um, and he gets those shears down the throat in the raft, Ooh. and right here, right yep. where are we? Right in here, straight through, and then the shears come out, and it's just kind of pumping with blood and all sorts of mess. Um, and again, it's one of kind of Savini specials where he builds trademark a fake body. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you know, in the same way that they did with Kevin Bacon on um, in Friday the Thirteenth, it's the same technique. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, he deserved that for sure. Who's the bigger asshole though, Glacier or Eddie? Um, Je- Glacier's just arrogant. Okay. Um, Eddie's, um, yeah, Eddie's something else. Yeah, um, but Eddie never picked on anybody. He did with that girl in the war. Well, okay. Other than that, um, <laughs> all right, we'll move on. We'll get into a discussion. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't want to go down this stuff. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is my it the worst... same water that guy washed his nuts in from part five of Friday? Probably. This is <laughs> everyone seems to die around that area. It's all around your neck of the woods, oh, isn't shit. it? <laughs> I'll send you a, a sample if you want. Just yeah, take a me, send me a, a little. Uh, what do they you call get it? your worst? Yeah, you know what? We'll do another episode. We'll do uh, you know water testing from our various <laughs> countries. Here you go, Dare. Here's Jersey water. You give me uh, you know water from the Thames. <laughs> It's just down the bottom of my road, so it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> uh, my worst kill is Sally because we don't see anything. Exactly. That's exactly what I've put. Um, 
You know, I don't know whether they they did do something that just didn't make it to the final cut, but it kind of does. Given everyone else has had some sort of, you know, bizarre death, um, including a hooker. Yeah, that seems that's really upsetting. Is that scene? I think it, 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 there were no one was There's something that. really sordid about it. And really- <laughs> you know what it is? Is because her belly jiggled as she was getting stabbed. <laughs> I think that made it easier for him to use his implement on her. Um, one of Tom Savini's... I think it, it looks better if you've got a little bit of kind of... Jiggle? A, a bit of... Yeah, a little bit of, um, you know... If you can Cushion? pinch more than an inch. Because <laughs> it was like when he was stabbed her, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> she's a kind of... I mean, you know, no disrespect to the actress, but she's an odd... Um, it was an odd victim. A kind of really yeah. sordid and really sort of... That whole scene always... It reminds me of, and I don't know if you've seen it, and and, and people like Colin and, and maybe Cody will remember this, but if you've seen Fulch's New York Ripper... Yes. There's a scene at the start of that where the New York Ripper kills a hooker in a very similar circumstances. And um, there's something really kind of unsavory and grotty about that whole setup as well. And, yeah, this was exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have picked that because you know Sally was just boring, but the hooker was just kind of like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> Come on, crops! You've been you got a the- problem with a jiggling belly? Yeah, yeah, belly. I mean, I mean, listen, you could have had some. You've been five years laid up, you know. But you know, what does he do? He gets angry at I don't know some girl turning off the lights, or he turned off the lights, and there was, whatever. It was weird. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your best moment um, has to be, and I've picked this before on a few shows that we've done. The RAF massacre, absolutely, is absolutely superb. Just everything, you know, the suspense leading up to it. When they're getting closer, you know that something's going to kick off, but you're not quite sure what. I think the way that they framed Cropsy in those scenes as well, when he kind of lifts up into the air and slams down with the water just that, coming, yeah, know, slowly the, coming down out of him. And the silhouette of him, you know, the, the, this, it's just really nicely shot. And again, Savini on top form, Fisher Stevens getting his fingers lopped off um, and, and then staring at them as the blood squirted into his face. It was a scene that was really heavily butchered in the UK when it first came out. And it was one of the first films to be thrown onto the, the kind of band lists in the UK. Mm. Um, they the, the video stores had to send it back to the manufacturer um, for it to be um, uh, to be cut, and then when you got the tape back, they would they would put like a date stamp on it, and that's how when you're shopping for an uncut version of the burning at the moment on VHS, if it has the date stamp on the um, on the sticker on the on the tape, you know that it's been cut and it's not an original uncut. It's one. not worth even watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that Raff massacre always kind of because the movie's kind of a slow burn. It is. It takes a while to get to that moment. And, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, as I said before, because I think it's so well directed and so well acted, um, you don't mind that kind of wait because the the payoff is worth it. You know, yeah, it's the, kind of ten the fifteen make seconds you take you out of that whole crazy yeah. thing for a moment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you get, uh, and it only lasts what ten, fifteen seconds or something like that. But it's ten, fifteen seconds of absolute mayhem, 
you know, and then the boat, and then you get that sequence where the raft slowly floats back into to the shoreline where where the others discover it. It's um, yeah, it's a, it's it's a great moment. But but it, as well as that, I also had um, a, a second kind of favorite moment in this, which was it's the final shot of Cropsy burning alive mm. um, with the shears in the back uh, in, in the back of his shoulders and the axe in his face just the way that he stood against that pole kind of you know and like I said before I loved the fact that it was finite there was no come there's no coming back from this at all the guy's dead um, and if you are going to do another one he wasn't he wasn't a slasher that felt like he was superhuman or anything you know he wasn't doing anything ridiculous in the way that he killed people like I don't know lifting boulders up or getting mm-hmm. run over or you know what I mean? He was just a guy, uh, and they got him. You know, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great ending. Uh, I agree with you. The uh, after seeing this for the first time, I know why people gush over it. Mm. Um, the the work that Tom put in, the actors, you know, who've gone on to be even some have become award winning actors later on in their career. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, Jason will never be anything other than Costanza, you know, but he's always been Costanza in every movie or show he's ever been in. Uh, but that just goes to show that, you know, he's a, a good actor, a very good actor. And yeah. uh, and uh, Stevens has gone on to do, you know, playing an Indian and in Short Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also in um, Succession at the moment yes. as well, which yeah. is you know yeah. that's, that's a and great he's done some voiceover work. Uh, I know he's done uh, voiceover work for uh, reading audio books because he has that soft voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would never have thought that that was him. No, now now back then. Yeah, yeah. Because he just he did, doesn't look like it. Uh, no, uh, no uh, he like doesn't. It. He doesn't look anything <laughs> like it, does he? Puberty uh, went wrong with him at one point, <laughs> you know. And then the women did a great job on it. Like you said, the acting was top notch for a, a slasher B movie. Mm. Top notch. Yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, do you like the burning? Do you feel a little bit of the burning? <laughs> Go to the doctor. There's creams for that. Darren has told me. <laughs> No, I, I also, also, yeah, folks, just let us know your thoughts on the burning because, uh, you know, it's it is um, it was a shame that it wasn't a success when it first came out, but it has had a life afterwards, and there always seems to be love out there for it. Um, it's you know, Cro- uh, Savini's never been happy with the luck of Cropsy at all because apparently he literally had like forty eight hours to pull it together. Just stretching, um, that's all it was. Yeah, I kind of like it though. I kind of like like the fact that he's just kind of burnt beyond all recognition but as you said it actually improved him if you see him at the start of the movie (laughs) um yeah no i i love the burning and uh, you know one part of me as i said before is glad that it's kind of it's one and done um but then i always think to myself what would they have done if 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 if, if, could this have spawned another franchise maybe a remake start a remake yeah yeah and the, and the artwork in the UK for the VHS in the UK was 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 pretty shocking, you know, as a kid. Um, I'll put it up there now. There you go. Um, a man burning alive. 
That's what it was, you know. We didn't have the same artwork that you guys had at all. We just had a picture of a man burning alive, which I, I think is like a freeze-frame grab from mm-hmm. the, the moment when Cropsey's burning. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I really like this film. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. <laughs>